Good morning and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is Sunday, October 10th, 2021, and we just want to welcome you in. Um, We've been gone for a couple weeks. I was down with some sickness and also just from the surgery that I've had trying to recover, Um, but God's still been blessing and is in the blessing business. Uh, I don't really have a topic this time because it's going to be from the heart part two, uh, an extension of one that I've done earlier. So there's going to be no verses. There's not going to be no um, words for today that we look into, but we're going to pray. We're going to speak and then we're going to go on our way. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast, the time away, Lord, Lord, to rejuvenate minds and hearts, Lord, and to get prepared for what you have coming. Lord, we just thank you for each and every day. We thank you for the way you love us. We thank you for those we come into contact with, Lord. Just bless those that are sick. Reach out to them, Lord. Let them reach out to you, Lord, and provide what they need during this time. Lord, it can be emotional, it can be stressful, but Lord, we thank you for all things that include you, Christ Jesus, and your Holy Spirit. Lord, look upon those that are in nursing homes, that are locked up, Lord, that just need a touch from you. Lord, don't exclude them, include them, Lord, as they are your children, or let them become your children. Lord, we just thank you for your love and your passion, your zest for us. Let us have that same passion and zest and zeal to return to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, again, like I said, uh, been off here for a couple weeks, been sick. Um, My father was sick, was hospitalized, but he's home. Glory, hallelujah. My mother was sick. My brother and his wife were sick. Uh, Me and my wife were sick. And my other brother, he stayed good. So God is still good. He's still in the blessing business. Um, Like I said, this is from the heart. Um, And when it comes from the heart, you know that God is a connected piece to it because he lives within us. Um, During the time that I was down, sick, and still recovering from my surgery, um, God spoke to me a lot. And I spoke to him a lot, and I listened a lot. As I laid in the bed, I prayed daily. I thought about the things that were going on in my life and why at this particular season um, I felt sick when I fought it off all along, why my family had been sick. And to be real, it felt like we were being attacked by the devil because he knows we don't stand for what he stands for. We stand for Jesus Christ and we stand for the love and the sweet holy communion of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, which lives inside of us. And it just brought me to a point where I kind of lost it for a while mentally, not in the state that I went crazy, but in the state that I had to sit back and be still and know that he is God. My participation in things went down and he said, you need to rest. You need to rest. You're doing too much. You're out here helping others, which that's great. That's what we want, want you to do. Uh, you're you're moving here, moving there, taking kids here, taking them there. I'm going to rest you for a season and get you back in order. So the talks that I had with God were amazing. Uh, he showed me a lot of things. And then some things started to creep in to try to get me down. 
um, for my surgery, a bill came in, and it's a bill that I've never saw anything like. And God said, reach out to me, pray about it. He said, ask, and it shall be given. You may not have it right now. You may not have it in a while. He said, but ask. If you never ask, you will never receive. And I was just sleeping, and I couldn't sleep. I was like an insomniac. And when I tried to sleep, I woke up. And when I woke up, I thought and could never shut my brain off. And I just kept seeing that bill, and I kept seeing the bill for my car. And I'm like, my gosh, this is so high. It's, it's a high amount. And he said, I told you to ask. Stop being silly and thinking you can do it. He said, the things that I can do are much greater and can take you much further and can get you out of that debt. He said, I didn't put you here to have debt or lack. He said, so you have to ask. And he gave me certain people to reach out to, a couple I haven't yet, but he put them there so that I could see what he's talking about. Um, and I'm one to never ask. I'm never going to beg. I'm never, I'm going to try to do it dollar by dollar that I have. But he said, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. And I was just like, wow, God, you're, you're really testing me to see if I'm going to do this and be obedient. And I did go to a couple people and talk to them, and we had good conversation. And I told them that it came to me through God talking and praying. And he told me to ask. And if I didn't ask, I wasn't being obedient. He's going to make a way either way, whether I ask or not. But he wanted me to ask. And he wanted me to start with him. Uh, so I started with him. I asked. I prayed. Still praying. Still asking. Still waiting. Being patient. Because I know his timing is not ours. And it's something about the name Jesus that when he shows up, the scene changes. Things shift. Things go in a way. I mean, when when I talk about these bills, the, the hospital double billed me. Um, so we're trying to get that straightened out. Um, in a way, they overcharged me. But nothing's too big for God. So he said, just trust me. Trust me. Put all your faith in me and let me do what needs to be done. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm, I'm letting it go. He said, you have a Venmo account. People use those every day. He said, I'm not telling you to beg them, but just ask because you've already asked me. And and there's two ladies that I work with, two teachers that God bless their heart. On Friday, I was getting ready to leave work and I, I actually did leave work and had to go back because they said there's something for you in the counter uh, up above and in, 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 in the in the pullout cupboard. Man, I went back and the tears that I felt emotionally and physically, God is faithful in who he chooses to use and who he tells you is going to be used and who he shows you. And it got me choked up right now. These two ladies are awesome. I mean, they're always in my corner. They're always fighting for right and what's right. They're always showing love. And, and you can be on different sides of the fence on things and different spectrums. But when it comes down to fighting for family, I see them as family and people that I know I can count on. If it's just a little shake of coffee, a little dust from the coffee, they give it to me. If I needed water, they give it to me. And I do the same for them because I see the Christ in them. I see the things that they've been through 
that they're trying to help me through. And they give me so much good information, so much uh, just wisdom that I have to suck it all in and I have to write things down because I don't want to forget. But God placed them there and the blessing they gave, my God, is just a help. It's a help, and and my family appreciates it. We love them, we thank them, and we thank God. Um, just this whole thing, being down, has shown me a lot about our world, a lot about the character of the people in it, um, a lot about our leadership and where it needs to go versus where it's at right now. Now, if you're watching the news and things like that, the, the leadership looks shaky. It looks odd, and it looks like it's going to a place where we could default on things, we could lose things, and it looks sort of like a con communism thing. So we need to be prayerful, we need to be mindful, and we need to just lift up the name of Jesus. We need to be in a mode of praise and worship. We need to be in a mode of loving our neighbor as ourself and loving God first. Um, the only way Jesus can be a secret is if we keep him to ourselves. And Jesus didn't want to be a secret. He wanted to be someone that people can go to in a time of need, in a storm, uh, in a season that's shaky. Uh, so we have to project that and be bold about the way that we go. That doesn't mean we're cocky about it. We Being bold means that we're going to speak up. We're going to stand on the promises of God and do his will each and every day to bring people to Christ. Christ said to bring the kids to him, bring the children to me. And during that time, the disciples were being stingy. They weren't at a point where they felt they needed that Jesus needed to be around people. They thought he needed rest. Jesus is all powerful, all knowing and the mighty God. Um, when he says do it, he means do it. So we need to bring the children to God too, so that they can bring their parents to Christ to become children of God. Um, that's a mission. It's a mission field. And it's something that we need to collectively go about and do God's will and business. Um, I've had a lot of kids that have come to my house recently and they just come here because it's a safe spot. They play on the trampoline, throw the football, throw the basketball. I'm not even out there. I just watch through the window, but it gives me great joy to see them. But it also gives me sadness to know that sometimes their parents can't give them what they need. Uh, sometimes their parents don't want to. And sometimes it's just a get them away from me situation. So with us being a safe house, uh, we try to keep food. We try to keep drinks. We try to keep clothing just in case. So, like I said, I have that Venmo. If anybody ever wants to use it, it's MQV3Hoops. And we're just out to set this mission to take care of folks. And I, I mean, I need to take care of my bills too, but that'll come. I'm not worried. Um, but we've provided food for kids and dinners and just not, and that's not to make us good or better. It's to show them the love of Christ and that Jesus is real. And that if you see that Christ in me, you're gonna want more of it. And it's my job to stay prayed up, stay reading his word,
and keep teaching. Um, I didn't teach much when I was down. and I felt bad about it. But God said, don't feel bad. I'm re-energizing you for a time. There's coming a time and a season where the wheat and the tares shall be separated. Now, if you think about it, when you plant and you sow into the ground, you're looking for a harvest. You're looking for a reaping time in the in your season. And, and biblically, when they talk about the wheats and the tares, there were people that planted these tares at the same time trying to mess up the crop. They were trying to mess up the things that were coming for the good of the people. But God can separate that and he can get the good out of anything. So we have to think of that mindset that the good things will come and he's going to separate the wheat from the tares. He's going to put those tares where they're not needed and put them out of the way. And he's going to collect that wheat and he's going to use it for his glory. Um, we have a lot of people running from God right now running from God and they say what is my purpose what is my purpose and he tells them the purpose but they want to go the opposite way that's when we need to in fact pray pray for them and encourage them encourage people in a season where they're down because you never know just that little bit of encouragement can take them a long way um, and as, as I'm speaking right now times are getting to the point where Pastors, preachers, teachers, deacons, bishops, we have to speak up. We have to do our job. We have to nurture the flock. We have to give spiritual wisdom and advice. And we have to hold the bloodstained banner of Jesus up and be willing to sacrifice for the kingdom. God's counting on us. He can do it without us, but he's counting on us to step up, be bold, and speak. Um... When, when I say this comes from my heart, it's coming from a place deep down inside that I've prayed about it. I've stayed on top of it. And I don't need a script. I don't need a, a scripture. But I, the scripture is helpful. It's wisdom. It's food for the soul. And the one that I always start with is Matthew 6.33 where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to seek God first. I'm trying to go where he wants me to go beyond what I'm supposed to do if he tells me to and be able to be something in his kingdom to propel the kingdom to lift it up to edify it and to share with others um, another great passage is in Philippians 4:13, and it says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and, and this is an endurance piece when you're weary and you're worn down you, you go to Christ and let him handle the battle. Let him be the one that keeps you going and you fight through it. I, if I never would have fought through that sickness, I'd be laying there still. But God said, get up and fight, son. Get up and fight. Your time is drawing nigh to help lift my kingdom. So, like I said, I had to get back at it. Today had to be a day. The sun came up, you know, it's bright and shining. And it's looking good outside right now. Yesterday looked good. Hopefully tomorrow looks good. But with God, all things are possible. He can't fail. He can't lie. And he'll tell you the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Jesus said, and I've been telling my family this all week. He said, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. So that right there tells you there's a connection piece to what he does and who he is. And that connection with him being the vine means that we're connected to him as branches. 
Now he can prune us, he can shape us, and he can get us on our way, but that's just to make us better. And if we're better in him, we're better in all things. We can't do it alone. We can't be alone. That just won't cut it. So we have to look to the hills that comes our help, our help, and know that it comes from the Lord. And when it comes from the Lord, it's not going to be shortchanged. It's going to be just what we need and the time that we need it. And then he'll take us and go further. Now, my son, he's been dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. Some things happened to him at a basketball open gym where the coach bumped into him and says some derogatory things to him, got in his face, ran his mouth. But we're praying over him, the blood-stained banner of Jesus. We're praying, praying that the blood covers him and allows him to go on and do what he's done. He's missed school. He's missed assignments. But we got right back on the train. We have a mission field, and we stand for Christ. And these guys say they stand for Christ too, but they've yet to show it because if you stand for Christ, you're going to apologize. You're going to go and try to make sure that people are right. They haven't done that, but vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. And when he gets tired, things will be sewed up. So just keep my son in prayer, my daughter in prayer, my youngest son in prayer, my wife. Um, keep me in prayer, and I'll keep you in prayer. Um, God, like I said, his word will not return void. He, If he said it, he meant it, and he's going to do it. So keep your eyes on the cross. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Stay fixated on Christ. There's a lot in this world that can take your mind each and every other place. But he said it would get worse before it got better. And that better is when he cracks the sky. So if he's, this is my question. If he cracked the sky right now, would you be going with him? Would your name be in the Lamb's Book of Life? That Where would you be going? Would you be going with Christ or would you be going to a lake of fire? And I question myself with that all the time because I don't want to go to hell on a skateboard like my pastor and his wife always say. I want to fly with the Lord like eagles and mount up on those wings. I want to be a lion that stands strong with royalty, with prestige in the army of God. I want to earn my stripes by sharing him, by loving on others and by doing the right thing. Am I perfect? No. None of us are. Jesus is the only one that's perfect. And to be in his presence shows the perfection of Jesus Christ. And, and like I always say, read the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's going to reveal many things to you, imagery, and uh, just things that you will like, things that you will want to know. It will produce wisdom. And it's going to get you to a point where you're going to be ready for Christ. He's ready for us. It's just no man knows the time or the season. No no one knows the day or the hour, not even Christ or the angels. But when God strikes that chord, we're going to know when the trumpet sounds that Jesus is coming. He's coming with thunder. He's coming with a tongue that's like a sword that's going to burn everything up. And he's going to be in his right mind, like always. So we got to get our minds right and get our houses in order. Now, Jesus put this on my heart to share with each and every one of you. Show somebody love this week. Show somebody love, even if it's hard. Even if it's hard. Be the one that makes somebody smile. Be the one that changes somebody's day or their path. Because somebody had to do it for you. Somebody had to do it for me. So why not be the one that does it for somebody else? It could be five, six people. It could be a hundred people. But at the end of the day... Christ is all that matters.
It's not about us. It's about him. And when we're about him and get in line with him, glory, hallelujah. Like they said, oh, what a time. So just get your heart prepared and get your mind prepared. He said the heart and the mind are places where things settle and things of Christ should settle. So get your heart and your mind fixed, get them right, share, show love, and be the best you can be. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for these thy people that are listening, Lord. Lord, we hope that wisdom is imparted. We hope that your love is shown. And Lord, we hope that your way is prepared. You prepare the way. You mold us and make us like clay. Lord, we just thank you for the time that you've given us, the time you will give us, Lord, and the things that we will go through. Yes, go through. Lord, we just thank you. We lift you up. We love you. We magnify you, Lord. If there's debt, Lord, cancel it. If there's sickness, Lord, cancel it. If there's hurt, Lord, cancel it. If there's disease, Lord, cancel it. If there's a prison term that's wrong, Lord, cancel it. Lord, let the hearts and minds of people be on Christ Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for this day, this hour, this month, this year. Lord, just let us be a blessing to someone this week. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We'll be back again next week, hopefully with another lesson. And if not, whatever God puts on our heart. So be blessed. Take this to somebody. Share it. And have a great week.